I'm in the frame. I feel like it's more towards you. Yeah, I feel like I'm looking at even more shaft than I'm usually am. Seems about even. Seems about even. Don't know. All right. Okay. Well, if you're happy, I'm happy. I wouldn't say I'm happy, but... You're a miserable bastard. <laughs> I am. Generally. Everyone thinks you're such a lighthearted, lovely guy. But I'm just a big behind... sack of misery. <laughs> you're behind the scenes. Just such a miserable just, how brain. you doing, Mark? <sighs> just awful. Awful. But after the weekend, I can imagine. <laughs> nothing what? happened at the weekend. Was... <laughs> nothing happened. It was pretty chill, wasn't it? Yeah. Played little... with my kids and... Not a lot of rapey Got on. some washing done. Good. Yeah, I got some washing done too. Today actually. the sun was beautiful. I oh yeah, I'm, so not a, I'm not worried about these cold mornings. And we don't have a dryer at our house, so how are you? How do you get by? Got to dry them. <laughs> <laughs> what do you just sit on there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, until like in the dry. middle of summer, like this time of year. Well, right now, it's okay, but if it's wet during the day and it's cold and wet, kids, you got to wear wet clothes today. <laughs> Daddy, <laughs> I've got pneumonia. <laughs> suck it up, son. Yeah, suck it up, son. Pneumonia. Well, no, you can take them down to take them down to a laundry mat if if really. Have you ever had to be in a situation? We just dry them inside. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Yeah. When you little clothes horse thing up. When you splurge on a on the dryer, you tight bastard. No. Does the wife want a tight? Want a dryer? She did say if we ever buy a new washing machine, we should buy one that's a washer dryer combo. That's her putting her foot down, is you it? You know, interestingly, years ago, yes. I won a washer-dryer combo <laughs> in a competition. Oh, one of your mini competitions, Have yes. I told you about that competition? You told me that you were like a serial competitioner. Right. So I is entered, that the right word? So I, a compa. That's the official <laughs> term. I'm a compa. So, so there was a community of you compas. Yeah, I oh. used to be a compa. I'm a former compa. So I entered this competition. A reformed compa. And sexistly enough yes the competition was for a washing machine and the target audience was netball fans oh right so yeah, there's yeah, this yeah. competition that well they says, fisher and pikel used to sponsor that's the right netball. yeah that's right so they say into this competition you can win netball tickets we're gonna like 10, get, 10 people who comment you can on this see post, the steel versus yeah basically 10 people who comment on netball this, team? the tactics i used to love the netball when i was a kid but i really don't watch it i find it too stressful can as I a, we'll give it back to why I find it stressful later. Okay. As a, uh, a young as that. a young man, I used to quite enjoy watching the netball. I don't know why, but um, yeah, I still don't mind the netball. It's all the right. Ladies. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's just a pervert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Short skirts. Yeah, fit exactly. ladies. You can't do that these days, though. No. If you can't. Like um, one of the big things at the the Olympics recently was like we're going to try and de-sexify right. the athletes. And you're right. Like, like, but the men are incredibly sexy too. Women, Sexify all of them. There are many women who watch rugby not only to ogle the men, but it's a it's a positive byproduct of watching the rugby. There's some fit we, men. Yeah, exactly. It's a positive. When byproduct like Sunny Bill watching... takes his shirt off and the, like, like one of the, the games his jersey got ripped. They yeah, had a the replacement. The crowd went bananas. Tonga in 2011. I think so. In the yeah. opening game, I was there. I was there. Yeah, as well. Yeah, me too. Straight up, Kalen Doris. Didn't see it. I got thrown out for showing it to everybody. <laughs> But I think it's fine. I think if you like to appreciate the... We're talking about them in their peak physical form, yeah, exactly. both males and females, and they're beautiful. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, get it out, go for it, yeah. enjoy we're it, humans, celebrate ultimately, it. Ultimately, yeah. You know, like, yeah. we are humans. I wasn't going there with like we a DSLR like, taking photos of them. I was just watching the game and then enjoying the, the competition and enjoying the... I don't know if you know this, but the, ladies. but the way that we uh, propagate the, pop, the the planet is by sexual intercourse and this being aroused helps for that this so is true. it's all natural guys let's not be ashamed of ourselves but yeah i don't know they heard a big thing about don't sexify everybody <laughs> so they had this competition objectify yes objectify Se sexify is a strange term that it's is. um it's the porn version of spotify there you go yeah sign mm. me up yeah <laughs> so um by the way you can listen <laughs> to this far too old, you can listen to this podcast on sexify <laughs> so they had this competition like comment on this post and 10 people will be randomly selected to go in the drawer to compete for a washing machine. Aye, I kept them. But whoever, of these 10 people, you all get to win the tickets. Uh-huh. Right? So, so you I was, guarantee the tickets. You guarantee the tickets. So I was one of the 10 people chosen to get a double pass to go to a netball game. Fantastic. And they said... They would have saved you $4.50. Exactly right. Yeah. It was at the trust as well. So, yeah. you know, keeping it local. 30 seconds away from your house. Exactly. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> I was actually living in hunger at the time. Oh, anyway. no. <laughs> but no, for, no. Anyway, no, no, so no. of the 10 people chosen to win these tickets. Oh, no. I think I, I don't think I pressed record on the... But it's recording on that, which is good, but I don't think I pressed record on the thingamajiggy. So okay. I'm going to have to... You do that. I'm going to have to splice. If we all of a sudden sound a little bit different to how we were before... It's because Tony pushed a button. It's because I pressed a button. I saved the day, everybody. So I'm one of the 10 people that gets chosen for this competition. I, I kept Right, so I've got the tickets, hunky-dory. And they send me a message. They're saying, come to the store on this day at this time, and you can take part in the competition to win the washing machine. I get you were the only person who turned up. No, I wasn't oh, the only okay. person that turned up. So two people didn't turn up. Oh, fools. But there's eight of us who so you turned got a, up. You got a hot chance. Eh? Now, this is a netball competition to win a washing machine. Yes. Every other person that turns up is a woman. Right. I am a six foot four man, and yep. the competition is to shoot netballs into a netball hoop. Oh, right. So you felt pretty good about your chances? And I can smash them. <laughs> it's your one. Do you know? Oh, sorry. I, that's, I'll beat that one. That's your last one. Okay. Uh, yeah. But yeah, all the women were just looking at me like this is bull. This is absolute shit. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah so yeah, they made yeah, me yeah. give a little speech when I won the washing machine. And apparently one of the other ladies, my wife was watching. She said she was cursing me out like nothing. And well, I was just... You were just sitting there drilling them. <laughs> so I won a washing was machine. Was it close or were you like... Oh, actually, the first round I was a bit off form. Yeah, right. But I tied with was two other ladies. Was it high stakes? It's the closest I've ever felt to a professional athlete. There's a little crowd of people gathered. There's a prize on the line. Yeah, Like yeah. my heartbeat was going. Your heart rate was up. Yeah, bro. that's right. Wow. So I got like, I think 10 in the minute. And then two other ladies also got 10. And I was kind of off. Like I got out of my rhythm. But yeah. then on the playoff between me and the two other ladies, I just blitzed them you completely. You just them. Because you could just reach over and pop Basically, it in. Yeah, once I let the pressure settle, I just, yeah, I just demolished them. So <laughs> yeah. I won a washing machine. Clutch. Total clutch. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not letting these bitches win. <laughs> they made me give a speech and I just apologized. I was like, look, ladies, if you guys were six foot four, I'm sure I wouldn't have won. But I'm sorry. I'm taking you the washing machine. You broke up. You were literally the worst nightmare. Yeah, basically. Uh, sorry, terrible. ladies. I sold the washing machine. That's why I didn't even want it. I had a washing machine. I sold it. Yeah. Did you sell it for retail or like? Oh, no. I sold it for like half price because nobody wants a washing machine. Yeah, well, you do. You need want it. You want to dry it. Now eh? I want it. But anyway. Because it was a washer-dryer combo. How about that, eh? There you go. From Bico. Bico. Well, look. That well, this is Two Cents Gets Distracted. It is. And well, look, it's like, that's not our TV. It looks slightly different. It's on a canvas. There, there we go. go. Well. We're going up in the I world. I thought that, that announcement would have more gravitas, but it didn't really, did it? wonder if anybody noticed before we mentioned it. Maybe not. Well, you probably can see the green. And the other one, you could only, it kind of just looked white. Yeah, and the sense. Yeah. yeah, the sense just looked like a big blob of white. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a, this is the big investment from all that sweet podcast money we've been making. Balling. Yeah, yeah we really Absolutely are. Balling. Uh, people who aren't balling, though. Uh, where do you want to start? Well, today? we are going to talk some rugby because that's the kind of purpose of this podcast. It is a rugby. Which is available on cents, Spotify, yeah, um, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, yeah, all the, all all the, the sources, wherever you find your podcast, you can find us. If you are listening, you won't have seen the canvas which is behind us. Mm. But there's a canvas behind us which has got the logo of the podcast. Go look at the thumbnail. Actually, don't look at the thumbnail because that'll just be full of some random. That's cr- right. Probably me crying in it or something. But uh, the big topics of the day are obviously the Super Rugby semis and the All Blacks squad announcements. What should we start? I want to go with the ABs. Okay, fair enough. You'd lead the charge because you were. What did my partner say to you though? She said that you were basically when uh, I watched the the, the screening. Of you, the... you were not in a state of calm. No. Well, I was in a state of calm. I was just disappointed. Just, just, no, for one player in particular, but like so as let's a whole. Let's just keep okay. it simple to start with okay, and go, okay, who's okay. your biggest winner? And then who's your biggest loser? And I'll, I'll talk about somebody different. I think it's a pretty strong squad across the board. Um, my biggest winner is... Um, I think, well, I think Finlay Christie was lucky to get in there. Okay. I think he's could count himself as pretty damn lucky to have found a spot, and I feel very bad for Brad Woodburn. His. Right. I could live with that though. Okay. I felt like I felt like in that halfback spot, some and the fact that Roy Gard came in, I thought that was a really good sign to yeah. repay form and actually repay uh, looking at a different type of halfback yeah. who can change up whatever's happening. Genuinely, can, a different who style. You can maybe from the change the the momentum of a game yeah. potentially as well. I think he's not going to be starting. He, um, I reckon, would suit a bench 
rolled down to the ground. Put him on at 65, 70 minutes to get yep. some tired legs. He could genuinely cause some yeah, havoc. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody just, you know, falls off their task around the ruck, he can take advantage yeah, of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I see that man scoring a few tries in black, which is exciting to see. Uh, by the numbers, for the most part, I thought uh, losing Akira and Hoskins to Tutu was understandable given what we saw on the weekend. I think mm-hmm. Hoskins Tutu maybe could count himself a little bit unlucky because I think he actually had a pretty damn strong season right. across the um, across the whole thing. But Donaldson, was it Donaldson who's um, got his spot? The, no, the... Uh, Jacobson. Jacobson, sorry. He's been playing really He's strong. He's playing the house down. That's right. But I think um, in terms of like a, an out-and-out number eight, who's the out-and-out number eight in that? Like... They've got all these guys. Fozzie just seems to like all these he likes players. hybrids. So many hybrids. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons that we don't have our man that I'll, we can talk about very, very shortly. Mm. Uh, what's his name? The guy that nobody knew the name of Dallas yesterday? McLeod. Dallas McLeod. To be honest, like he just looked like... It makes sense when you look at his... If you looked at his stats and stuff, is he pretty solid across the board? He's not like the top guy for anything. He's not like a, but he a just Stevenson or a Narawa or a, one of those guys like Will Jordan when he's like played a full season. He's not one of those. Hasn't put a foot wrong, though. He's kind of consistently solid yeah okay and he's versatile they said they've mainly picked him as a 12 but he's been having to play a lot of outside back no jack goodhue um uh there's a lot of midfielders out at the moment isn't there midfield is one of the weird ones where if you look at the amount of guys that fozzy has used the list is long yeah i mean obviously Tupaya was one that he was kind of forced into not picking with his injury but yeah yeah, they've rotated a lot of still injured injured Good who hasn't quite made the He's grade. Just come back few players this week will be looking to make a bit of a statement, mm. won't they? Mm. They'll be a bit pissy about the whole thing. Mm. And I don't blame them. I really don't. Um, yeah, and then the the shocker for me was, look, I was always a little bit nervous about Shooter Stevenson. He's definitely one of my favorite players in the world right now. I think he is just an electric attacker. He's got a hell of a boot. And I've been trying to watch him. He's he's improved on his defense quite substantially from where it was. Yeah. But they said he said like one of the reasons they didn't pick him was he didn't hadn't showed them quite enough on defense. And then he still had the still had the gall to pick Caleb Clark, who's yeah. been just dire on defense. Even Talia had a, does a, a few very bad defensive reads. Yeah. Rico Yuani does a few bad defensive reads. Mm-hmm. Like. I think, is it just one of those cases where he just doesn't like the cut of his jib? I feel like it. Yeah, because I I watched him against the Reds. Obviously, we were all watching him because he's just such a dynamic Mm. player. I watched him against the Reds and then watched him in the weekend against the Brumbies. He's the go-to man. Mm. He's the man where you want to create something out of nothing. Like, putting him in his injury cover, like, essentially, if Talia didn't have his knee strain, he wouldn't wouldn't be in. Stevenson would be in either the All Blacks 15 or in the Wilderness. It's an abomination. Like, to... So it almost tells players, like, you can play out of your skin. You can Don't be matter. the best player in fucking super rugby. Mm. I'll beat mine. Uh, and, you know, it still doesn't matter. You can you can just, he's so, he's going to, if he plays that form, he's making it into yeah. every team in the world. That's right. You know, I just was shocked. When I got to the point where I was just like, they said Talia, and I was like, sugar. They've gone We've already past, gone past the yeses. We've gone past the yeses. Yeah. And I was like, so Tutu's gone. Yeah. And I was like, not shooter. Because <laughs> I, I, I've been, I'm, before even the season, I was harking on about him. I was harking on about him. Mm. For, you know, like, yeah. And Harbour, he's great. That's like, right. he would, and, you know, there was a few memes going on around it, but Wayne Bennett on the phone, mm. on the phone, he'll be, he, if we don't secure his signature, if we don't give him higher honors, significant higher honors, and I don't mean the effing, all Blacks 15. Auckland, All Blacks 15 is an absolute joke. It really, like, New Zealand 15, second 15, like, but just don't call them the All Blacks. Can we stop calling everybody the All Blacks? We are the, are we... We're the All Blacks Gets Distracted <laughs> podcast. <laughs> You've got the hat on. We're getting That's sued. Yeah. Like, it's a just it's an abomination. This meant to be the pinnacle team. But anyway, so I don't think, I, I quite enjoyed watching the New Zealand 15 last year. Yeah. But um, they're not the All Blacks. Mm. They're not the tip of the spear. Yeah. I don't know. What was your reaction, mate? I've had a little rant here. Well, I mean, there's a bunch of guys, like the uncapped guys, Tamaiti Williams, Samapini Finau, Cam Roygaard, Dallas McLeod, and Moni Narawa. 
Narawa deserved a spot. Th- those selections spoke to the fact that, hey, Fozzie is genuinely having a look at form and rewarding yeah, guys who are in good form. Just... And then, but not Stevenson. Did he just like, <laughs> it just doesn't just, make sense. Did he just woefully offend him at some Did yeah, they have an interaction yeah. and he was like, okay. Feels like something. I mean, did you notice that Fozzie mentioned at one point is like some people haven't been returning my messages or my calls or my texts? And that's yeah. a bit disappointing. Yeah, he's probably like texting one of those freaking OnlyFans sites or something. Yeah. I don't does know. Sean Stevenson like speak in like uh, like does he text like in like text chat? Like does he abbreviate everything too much? That Fozzie's like I don't know what the hell this guy's what are going all on these, about. What are all these eggplants? <laughs> <laughs> he keeps telling me I'm an eggplant. Um, <laughs> Oh, is that an is that an aubergine or is it an egg? What do we call these these days? Um, yeah, it, it's weird. But yeah, that that seemed kind of strange. I, like people, I who should we speculate? There's a few things to speculate. Mm. We could speculate wildly here without mm. any actual understanding of what what really is the answer. Who are the players that didn't text him back? And who's <laughs> the player um, who was one in one out? He said over the weekend, yeah. one player went in, one player went out. One of the players out has to be a Blues guy. Yeah. Either Akira or Hoskins Hatutu. Probably. I would say so. Yeah. And then it's maybe the likes of a female who comes in for Akira, maybe. But Akira yeah. hasn't been fantastic all season. So I reckon it might have been Hoskins Hatutu. Maybe. I think it's a bit silly. I think... But that's dropping like a stone to not even make the All Blacks 15. Or maybe he would have made the All Blacks 15 if he'd responded to a Your text old message. man's got a conspiracy theory. Yeah, my dad does have a conspiracy theory that they are leaving some guys in New Zealand. Yeah. Just as backups. Yeah, like Levi Almuha, Hoskins Institute. And that was after he started talking to me about 5G and stuff. That's and right. Like, no, he hats. doesn't do that. He doesn't do that. I've never actually had it. I've never spoken a word to your father. No, so. you haven't. Uh, is he, One is of he, these days. Is he a conspiracy theorist? Oh, yeah. He believes there's um, Bigfoot down on the South Island, I think. I'm not sure if he believes it, but he likes that kind of video on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Does he believe there are mowers out there? I don't know. He's never talked about mowers. He's really into Bigfoot. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, cool bananas. Um. All right. Well, what were your? I look. I'm not even. A, I'm not disappointed with the mm. the McLeod. Yeah. I kind of was like, okay, he played well. Like yeah. he looked. If he didn't sit it, put a foot wrong, and mm. you think he's going to do a job, like a little bit of that ALB when they brought yeah. him, and he was like, well, he's a solid player, yeah. and then he came into that all black environment. So the thing that just pisses me off is I want to see, I want to see Sean Stevenson mm. on the global stage. Mm. He's that good a player. Seems to be. So I remember good. I looked at his because I picked like five bolters who could make the All Blacks a wee while back. Yeah, and I looked at Sean Stevenson's numbers and his defensive numbers, just in terms of tackle percentage, which is not the be all and end all. Yeah, because I mean there are guys who just shoot up out of the line uh, to close a guy down to reduce his space yeah, yeah, rather yeah. than actually make a tackle and whatnot. So it's not and the outside backs tend to have worse numbers, but his numbers were like no worse than. Some of the other guys we've got on the wings, like you mentioned, like Clark and Talia and whatnot, like his numbers are okay. Yeah. They're right. not terrible if you're just looking at that one kind of metric. And I do feel like he's gotten a wee bit better at that in this game. But his attacking game, and like you mentioned, his ability to set up other players, it's yeah. just been phenomenal. And his boot, like cracking it just seems boot. cracking boot. And for all the guys that were there on form, there are some guys, like the Blues props haven't been. You know, knocking the house down, no. like Tonga Fussy and Lolala. They've been, I mean, props is maybe a difficult one. Yeah. I, yeah, that's right. I thought Tonga Fassi was particularly poor in the weekend. Yeah. It's actually quite hard to find a player who played for the Blues who was relatively good. I don't think the Blues played, right? We just, we just forfeited the game, I think. It would have been less humiliating. It yeah. would have been less humiliating. I'm pretty sure. I have no recollection that was of so that. That's so disappointing. Okay, give me your, your last hot take from the selection. Uh, well, have you seen the All Blacks 15? No, but I'll tell you who I think's in it. Okay. Uh, there'll be a series of halfbacks. There's two halfbacks. Fakatava and Weber. You got it. Uh, I feel bad for Brad Weber because you mentioned him as one of the biggest losers. I mean, aside from Stevenson, for me, Brad Weber is the biggest loser of the All Blacks squad because he's 32. Yeah, right. And for ages, he, he played a- second fiddle to Aaron Smith and TJ Perinata. Yeah. Even at times when at super rugby level he was outplaying either one or both of them. Yeah. Like his ball carrying game at times for the maybe Chiefs he was the great. guy who didn't text the text back because he's like you. Maybe, are you kidding I don't know, me, Fozzie? Like, he stuck around for maybe longer than he's needed to. Like they threw him a bone by taking him to the last World Cup, but yeah, it just seems like a brutal. I know obviously you can't just pick like on 
on feel good, you know, like, oh, you've been in the squad before, you've played I dues, would have picked but... him over Finlay. Yeah. I think Finlay uh, Christie's a great player. He's been solid. I did a, another one, a stats breakdown of the halfbacks. Yeah. Like, Finlay Christie's numbers were all in the middle. You know, I saw a part of that, and okay. you, didn't, you didn't cover Fakatava. No, nah, because he's been mostly the, mostly the bench guy. But he's still a top quality guy. I wanted to go for one with each team. Uh, but yeah, Christie's been all right. Like, yeah. Roy Gard was your attacking guy. Aaron mm. Smith was your passing guy, which yep. kind of makes sense. And then Finlay Christie was just kind of comfortably in the middle. But if I looked at him kind of blind without putting a name to the numbers, mm. I would have liked Brad Weber's numbers a wee bit more than uh, Finlay Christie's. And, and just a little bit of reward for service as yeah, well. Yeah, I would have thought so. And then it, like, it also... But maybe because he's leaving at the end of the year, you don't have that loyalty. But then you've got like Lalala who's going to France. You've got Fangonuk who's going to France. Like these guys are still being picked. Well, what a shocker it was that RTS didn't make it. Yeah, what a surprise. Uh, he's not even in the All Blacks 15. Yeah, yeah. Well, he... um. Fox um, Fox NRL had a tweet today saying RTS linked with the Roosters for the remainder of the year after shock all black snub and then shock to nobody <laughs> who's been watching any records yeah yeah and yet. then it was just all these people replying going it's not a fucking shock you, yeah. you absolute muppets and it's very unlikely that he's going to go to um, that he's going to go to the Roosters why are we talking to Siri all of a sudden Auntie Yes is a uh, hot topic. <laughs> a lot of people are searching Auntie Yes. Oh, God. Oh. But, um, yeah, no, it's good. I'm, I'm really chuffed for some Mighty Williams. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. He we do have it. heaps of good Lucys. Yeah, and look, I really think that Sam Kane is playing the house down at the is. moment. I have been hard on that man, really hard. Um, Callan Doris hard, but he... He's playing, he's been the form loose forward of, this, yeah. of the competition. He's been solid, man. He seems to have come to 2023 with the bit between his teeth. Bit and of anger. Like, yeah, bit of... Uh, yeah. Bit of mongrel. Yeah, doing some serious hits. Clean outs, yeah. And there was that moment, like, I remember last year, if I saw him, like, get a shoulder injury, I would have been like, oh, sweet, we can put Dalton in. Yeah. Or something like that. But like, he, got a, he got an injury to a... And you're like, oh, no. And I was like... <gasps> Sam! So you okay, Katie? Take care of yourself. You are right. Just... Go off, you know he's um he, he's leading like a captain. Yeah, like I did not think I'd be saying this. No, he looks he looks uh he looks great. Yeah, looks very good. I think it's our four, and we're looking a little light, and uh, we've got Sam Whitelock out at the moment. Yeah, we're a little bit light at, at lock still, in my we opinion. We still got Scotty Barrett. We still got Brody Retellick. Scotty are... Barrett is just a jack of all trades and a master of none. Like he's a fantastic brilliant player mm. who is a great thing to have within your squad you can do most things in a pinch mm. but he isn't the top 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 echelon of a lock at international level he's really high work rate he's good uh, in the air but he's is he, too is, slow uh, to be a loose forward i think that's pretty crystal clear for the world to see now yeah yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. um it's weird because i remember once they picked him at like loose forward or something and then they, they talked put him at number six all the time <clears throat> they talked about like Oh, you know, he's got really dynamic ball-carrying game. And I looked at his numbers and I was like, uh-uh. He, no, he doesn't. He like, like the like amount of meters goals. he carries. This one's a little bit warm. Okay. I'm going to leave that for you. Okay. <laughs> You're a gentleman. <laughs> but yeah, no, Scotty Barrett does, is not a ball-carrying attacking threat. Like if you go to number six, uh, Scott Barrett, you can expect a bit of additional line-out. You've got a bit of additional tackles, like big tackles, but ball-in-hand carry, I'm like ask a, you a Jerome Kaino carry. Nuh-uh. I'm going to ask you a question. I refuse to accept that. Last 15 minutes of a um, knockout World Cup game, mm -hmm. who would you rather at number six, a Kiriwani or um, a dog roll? That's, that's um, Barrett, by the way. Is his name Dog Roll? Yeah, that's what the... Um, you know how the uh, alternative commentary guys... Oh, yeah. names, they call him Dog Roll. Why do they call him Dog Roll? He looks like a Dog Roll. <laughs> um, Last 15 minutes. Are we ahead or are we behind? We're behind. I think Akira. People are going to crucify me for that because they reckon he's a bit of a flat track bully. You know, he only plays well against the lesser teams, but... He scored an absolute stunner of a try against, the, against Ireland. Yeah. Played one of the best players on the pitch in that yeah. third test. And his tackles have gone up, man. His work rate has increased, even if they keep giving him stick. But some guys get a reputation for being lazy or being poor on defense or being whatever. Yeah. And it never seems to leave them. Like Maro Atoje's got it for giving away too many penalties in England. And some years I'll like look at his penalty count. And I'm like, nah, he's actually reduced his penalty count by a lot. But you'll still be going, gives away too many penalties. Yeah, it's because people are dumb. 
and narratives are easy to like to stick to basically oh. it's like you and the fact that you you know the rumor is you have a micro penis but you showed me the other day and i was like hey it's just a little small you know not a, quite a micro penis <laughs> but that, <laughs> that was the rumors never left me <laughs> Since primary school. It's left, never, never, never left you. What would yeah. you do if a mate of yours said, oh, and they said, you're true. Do you guys, uh, you know, you've, you're good mates and stuff. Yeah. You might have chats about fertility. I've got friends who took ages to have kids. Yeah. It's, it's a bit of a struggle these days right. for a lot of people. And they said, you know, like, oh, you guys done all the testing. And then he like, just leveled with you. And he was like, I've got a micro penis. That's, that's I the, do it not can, know how, I don't know can, how I would react to that. It can produce semen, but it doesn't produce a lot. And he's trying to have your serious conversation. He's very emotional about it. How, I don't think I could have that conversation. Okay, should we? I'd probably want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would believe it. Get it out then. <laughs> let's see. Let's see I'll the, show you mine if you show let's me yours. Let's see the wee dodger. Should we role uh, play it? Role play it. I, I um, want to role play something with you later. I thought about it. <laughs> but it wasn't about micro penis. Was it wasn't sexual? No, it wasn't. Okay. All right. Okay, I'll yeah. um, I'll be the guy with the micro penis. You be you. Okay. And you asked me about how things are going with I'm with a woman named Sheree. Can Charette. we just move on to the squad? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. We'll uh, save that role. What you, I'm surprised you want to do a role play, though. Yeah, I was thinking about it. Like, Fozzie's just um, declining of... of Shooter Stevenson, how, how do you think that phone call was? Like, it's like, so, uh, Shooter? Does he call yeah, him yeah. Shooter? <laughs> okay. okay, so who am I? Am I Shooter? You're Shooter. Oh, okay, I'll be Shooter. So we've picked you, but, uh, hey, in, in injury cover for, uh, for old Marky Mark. Oh, so how do you what, feel about that? Uh, so, uh, what, what do you mean, injury cover? So, uh, if, if, if Marky Mark doesn't recover in time, then, uh, then that will have you along. So if he's, if he's fine, if, if he's all right, then you're fing off to Japan. You said you've seen me play this year, haven't you? Have you seen me play? Why? Well, how are you? Your hands free because I'm talking on an old school. Fuzzy, <laughs> fuzzy, uh, yeah. Fuzzy's hands free. He's got his earbuds in. Sure. Okay, yeah, my shooter keeps it real. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, you, did you see all the the breaks and crucial moments yeah, I had in the game? Uh, you need to work on your. Um, you got a few things to work on. We'll talk about it when you get into camp. Like what? What do you? I love to get your feedback. This is a great opportunity. So, what kind of things are you thinking? Oh, your defense. Have you seen Caleb Clark, you old <laughs> fucking dumb shit? <laughs> you see Caleb Clark? Or? Yeah, Caleb Clark yeah, makes it. Talia's got the... Are they, are they, so Talia's made it in, yeah? Oh, he's absolutely made it in. And my mate uh, Narawa. Oh, yeah, he's made it in too, even though he's... He's not even from Narawahia. Did you know that? He's from Fiji. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, so you're going to pick me from the Māori this year, I guess? And I'm going to... Yeah, we like what you're doing with the Māori. Oh, fant- oh that's great. All right, well, um, I, might give, I might give old uh, Wayne Bennett a call, so I'll see you later. Is it possible that he's already got something across the line that's kind of keeping him on the outer? That they no. don't want to invest in the future? Um, I don't know. When you look at a, such an omission like that, mm. I guess you can start to speculate in all sorts of different ways. I, it, it, it's, most of these people don't know who Wayne Bennett is, but Wayne Bennett is legendary NRL coach. One of the the greatest NRL coach of all. They call him the Super Coach. He's yep. won um, premierships with Brisbane, St George, and another team, uh, which I can't think of. Not the Warriors. Not the Warriors. He won a, a a World Test. He won the World Cup as an assistant coach. We are kind of the head coach. Okay. Uh, when he was coaching the Kiwis. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I was, think I vaguely remember that. Yeah, he was coaching with Stephen Kearney. Mm. Um, yeah. A Do you know Tom Christie from the Crusaders? Top tackler in Super Rugby. Didn't he make didn't it. even make the 15. <clears throat> Not even in the All Blacks 15. Outrageous. They went with Harmon and Karifi. But I mean, both of those guys also tackle the house down. They're slightly better ball in hand than Christie. You know what's going to suck? It just sucks to be like, you are the best guy in your category at this, but no. Is it the fact that with Stevenson, let's, let's go circle back to it. I can't get off it. The fact that in terms of him... Playing at 15, it means they need to either keep Mwanga, D-Mac, or Barrett out of the 23 Maybe. altogether. Yeah. And they're like, we're never going to do that. Same with Barrett. There's another one who's kind of like, like he's been all right this season, but he's not been at oh, the same level as D-Mac or Mwanga. He's very much on reputation. He played yeah. poorly on the weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they want to they, they put him at 15. 
So who would you run? Because the, the fullback question is one. Because if they're making Jordy Barrett a midfielder, there's another question for you. Yeah, Will I'm, Jordan I'm, is he a fullback? I'd love to see him at fullback. I would love to see him. But at they fullback. always pick him on the wing. He can cover two, and then that gives him the opportunity to keep. Um, Bode, so you reckon Bodie's they, the premier? But they named him as a first five, not an outside back. Yeah. Or is this just? Oh, that's a facade. Do you think they should do the naming in a kind of slightly more dramatic way? Or are you quite happy with the traditional Scott Barrett Crusaders and Taranaki? Uh, Why do they even mention? I know there's something charming about it, but I think I I I would rather it be um, without the. Or we know who we they're talking about. I would rather you know they've got those grids with the All Blacks and Steinlager and all that crap. Mm. Get rid of that. Show me an old school um, inside of a rugby club. Mm-hmm. Show me the people in the crowd. Show me someone going, Scott Stevenson. Mm. Like, I don't know. Just give me. I don't know. And I thought the woman doing it, who's some sort of on the board of some description, was a bit of tokenism. To be fair, and she could, it's a little bit dry. But I mean, it's, but also, it's you're reading a list, aren't you? Uh, at the end of the day, I'm sure you could do it in a better way than that. Yeah, you like. Reading lists isn't that. Like you look, at, I mean, it's different, but you look at all the American sports when they do the draft, like with the first pick. Yeah, well, because because there's a whole strategy and a tactic. I know, and I know. A, so and that's a, the, that's the drama of who they're going to pick, who they're not pick. Do you, oh, is be, alphabetical yeah. order the best way to do it, or should they be going by position? Yeah, maybe by position, because yeah, Bodie Barrett's always first. Yeah. Yeah. Do they need to mention the clubs which they never play for at NPC level? I don't I, mind that. I, I know that's like harkening back to their or their roots and stuff. But when was the last time you saw some of these guys Just play playing NPC from Maris, rugby? North Harbour? Well, well they, 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 they go to NPC clubs. They go oh, with really? like Taranaki, Auckland, North Harbour, that kind of stuff. Yeah, when was the last time you saw Aaron Smith playing for Manawatu? Yeah, not not very often. How many caps would he have for Manawatu? Not that many. Handful. Mm. I can't ever remember seeing him. Didn't Nehemiah Scudder play for Manawatu? Yeah, Manawatu would have had a pretty cracking team if they managed to keep their they would have had uh, Aaron Cruden from Manawatu mm. the White Locks all three of those boys are from Manawatu is that right I think they are that's why I want to get those North versus South teams so mm. we can show the South Island how shit they really are Crusaders uh, <sighs> <sighs> we have to talk about this uh, I guess so. Is there anything else in the All Blacks? Peter Fetters in the All Blacks 15. Nankerville uh, made the All Blacks 15 despite the fact that he's buggering off to Munster. That's mm, okay. I feel sorry for Peter Fetter because he hasn't done anything wrong. He hasn't been given that many opportunities, even mm, with the. They've, the they've, they've elected for Zahn Sullivan, who played pretty poorly. He didn't make the All Blacks 15. All right. He played. Ayland did. All right. Zahn's a good player. Anyway. Uh, okay, so. Setting the scene for the Blues game, I was, f- I don't know why, and I'm a fool. I'm an absolute fool, but I was feeling quietly confident about it all week. The Blues but, against yeah, the Crusaders. Yeah, but just as it started, just as I was about to turn it on, I was right, I was watching about half an hour late. I was at a work event, mm-hmm. then I had to go pick up my daughter from uh, from my ex-wife's house, and then I brought her back, had to go through the bedtime routine, and but and then it was like about quarter to eight. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, maybe yeah, 7.35, something like that. Yeah. And I was like, and just as I was turning it on, I had this sort of feeling like I was going to the dentist. Like something unpleasant was just going to, was about to happen. Mm. But I was like, no. And I was like, just think about them on paper. Like man for man, we've got a bit, it felt like we had a, a very competitive team. Like a great. Like our back row was like Akita, Hoskins, and Dalton. Like all yeah. black, all black, all black. Against 100%. Tom Christie, Leo Willie. And then you, even I feel pretty comfortable <clears throat> with Finlay, Bowden, Bryce Heem, Akira Yuana, oh, Talia. Bryce Heem's another one who didn't make yeah, either of the yeah, sides. Yeah. Oh, Talia and Kyle uh, 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 Clark. I really, right. I really was a big fan of his, but he's not playing. He's well another enough. one we talked about, like guys who've got that negative reputation that carries on. Like Caleb Clark, since that blockbusting game against the Wallabies, seems to have like a positive association with his kind of attacking. He's prowess. a one-trick pony. He's only going to play eleven, but <clears throat> eleven kind of gets a special dispensation for some reason. Yeah, I think having him in the squad was. Uh, he didn't. He, anyway, anyway, okay, we're not talking about that. Um, but yeah, so you look at that. The you, Super you, yeah, yeah, you look at and the, you know our front row is pretty class. 
Yeah, the locks are okay. Sure, had so many guys out injured. <laughs> they had so many <laughs> so injuries. So many guys out. So many injuries. It was a curious hundredth. And then as it started, I, I was, was like, Rico's I was yeah, sorry, Rico's a hundred. And as it started, I was for those first two minutes, I was shouting at the screen. I was like, get over it. But I was into it. I was like, this is the most and I was like, this is great. This is the most excited I've been about rugby all year. Okay, this is an exciting year for rugby. This is my this is my 80 minutes of just balls to the wall, freaking white knuckling it, riding it. I was like, I'm in for this motherfucker. Okay, and <sighs> Rico knocks it on. Some sheep shag in Canterbury and does it. was Dallas McLeod kicked the 50-22. Good one, Dallas. Kicks the 50-22 and then it was just total, total darkness and depression that it was, and I, it was just painful to watch. It was so depressing. It was just, I hate the Crusaders so much. I hate them. I don't hate the team. I don't hate the team. You've got to admire the team in terms of what they've done as a group of men. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, uh, quite exceptional. But they are killing rugby in New Zealand. They are killing the popularity of rugby in New Zealand. Seven years of those black and red freaking, not even South Islanders, freaking renegades from all over the country, led by a surfing, breakdancing mulleted freaking blonde-headed bimbo who somehow is some sort of autistic savant rugby genius has taken rugby in New Zealand to its greatest depths. Rugby in New Zealand has never been this unpopular. And a big part of it is also down to Fozzie's ineptitude as a coach, but a huge part of it is nobody wants to watch that tiny little area win another f***ing title. Like, it's just absolute... It's not bullshit. It's it's well deserved, but it's so bad for the sport. It's so bad for our national game. It's so bad for like mums and dads putting it on, you know, exposing it to their children because nobody wants to watch it. Nobody's watching it. Everybody is switching off because it's just the same shit over and over again. It's depressing for the Highlanders. They suck. The freaking Hurricanes can't even make a semi-final. The, the Chiefs are having their one good year, but they're going to probably get beaten in the weekend. Let's be honest about it. Okay, and then and us, the biggest freaking population centre in the country, All Auckland rugby is... When Auckland rugby is strong, all black rugby is strong. Auckland rugby is not strong. All black rugby is not strong. And the popularity and the kids going along to the... Cl- the, the game at club level is not going so well. The crowds are not turning up. People are pissed off and depressed and not watching. And I am. I've had enough. It's all the Crusaders' fault, huh? I'm not sure if I buy that argument. Oh, but they gave it some passion. <laughs> you did give us some passion. No, but nobody likes it. It's like when you're a kid, right? And the same kid keeps winning over yeah. and over again. You're like, I don't want to play anymore. True. You know, that's, it's just that on a grander scale. I think uh, though there's other sports leagues in the world, like the Patriots won the NFL so many bloody times, and like Bayern Munich always dominates the Bundesliga, but it's still popular competition. It's because it's got a much greater population base, a far greater population base, supported by multiple, multiple different leagues, and in towns that are the size of sizes far greater than that of New Zealand. Man, five million people. To win the five million. Five, New Zealand is just a small nation of five million. We can't... We have a... Dip. Same logic though, isn't it? No, but it's... It, the scaling impacts the overall argument. Like... I think the thing about New Zealand rugby current state of affairs is multifaceted. The that's one of the facets. The fact, the fact that's one of the facets, Mark. The fact that the Crusaders keep winning it, yeah. I mean, I think there was that time when the Highlanders won it one year, the Hurricanes won it one year. I think the Chiefs had won it like a couple of years this before. Was, that was good. That was a, that you, was over a decade. I know. Ago. You went into each season thinking like, oh shit, like these teams could all probably anyone could win get it. up. The yeah. Highlanders could. Highlanders got up out of nowhere under Jamie. That's Joseph, right. That's they, that, that was a good time for New Zealand rugby. I remember it was bad. For the other countries, because they wouldn't even make the finals. But I mean, the Lions did from South Africa. But it I mean, hasn't been good for Australian rugby. Like it's dipped. I reckon rugby in Australia has not really benefited from Super Rugby. 
like they won their titles in 91, their World Cup titles in 99. The expansion to five teams, I think, has been the main drawback for them. Yeah. Which is a weird one because at the time I was thinking five teams is good. That means some guys who aren't paid professional rugby players get a chance to play professional rugby. And over the over time, spread the talent it'll increase thin, the depth. But yeah, it's spread the talent. That's thin. why the old Wallabies, even though they haven't been total world beaters, put out an, an international team that's still very threatening to yeah. anyone on their day. Yeah, but at super rugby level, still a cut below. Yeah, yeah. Like the Rebels and the um, Force, Force yeah. not quite there. But yeah, 52-15, so, by the way, was the score with the Crusaders <sighs> and the Blues. Uh, Enor got a try. He made the All Blacks as well. He's, he played a good game. Yeah, played one of his best games that I've well, seen. Did I get? Play. Did I? Did I disgrace myself then? Fine, Gunuka got two. Did I get carried away? Jordan got one. Taylor got one. Burke got one. And Moonga kicked four penalties. Yeah, I don't even. It was just like this sort of fever dream of horrible. My dad was saying, "Oh, at least Caleb Clark got one at the death," and I was like, "It does not matter. It certainly does not. It I did not even, make it any better even, for me. I didn't even see that. We try. almost lost by more than what the Fijian Drua yeah. lost the week before, only because the to, Caleb Clark to, try. But we conceded more points. Two the things. The Drua did not concede fifty. Two things, like as I said, you got to respect that that Canterbury team. Yeah, um, but. Boy, oh boy, did we not turn up. Yeah, we were terrible. We, we, From maybe, the we maybe with bad. that now Moana game where we almost lost that were our two worst performances of the game, mm. uh, of the year. Um, just so many errors, just looked so rattled right yeah. from the go. I felt like they almost came into it overhyped and over emotional. And then just lacked composure. And like for the Crusaders, this is just another day of the office. Yeah, it was just they just stayed calm, stayed mm-hmm. composed, got there, you know, focused on just the little, the the simple things, getting their catch and pass. Well, catch and pass was crap. Mm-hmm. Well, they were passing behind the man constantly. Like yep. how many? Like there were even those tiny, tiny moments where you're like, just got to get this line out throw right, and mm. be like, bam. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. Hey, just, we'll bring Eklund on. This will improve things. Uh-uh. It was just uh, yeah, it was an shocking. absolute horror show. It was. Yep. It was hard. It was a hard watch, wasn't it? I do feel like the Blues all year have kind of been pretenders rather than genuine contenders. Mm. Like in the big games against the Crusaders and the Chiefs, we lost them in the regular season. We lost season. To the Brumbies. We lost to the Brumbies, who were another one of the playoff teams. So we beat the Canes. We beat the Fijians away in Fiji, which a lot of teams struggled to do. But ultimately, when it was with the big boys, we didn't win the games. And it, no. it, it proved to be the case in the semifinal as well. So Depressing. Depressing. A very, very deflating performance. If we'd gone down like 52-45, at least I would have been like, that was a good game. What, that was we gave them a good go. Well, I, I thought... I thought it'd be competitive. Yeah. I thought that maybe we'd be in it for the first 60 minutes and they might pull away. That'd be pretty Christ. If you'd said cannon. which game is going to be closer, Crusaders, Blues or Chiefs, Brumbies, you, you wouldn't have been picking them that way around, no. surely. And it's just such an anticlimax. Like my boss said to me, who said he's a massive rugby, plan, rugby, rugby fan, played code at a relatively high level. He's the day of the the game. He's from the uh, the Hawks Bay, and he was like, you know, this is actually the only game this year I've actually kind of looked forward to, like the Blues and the Crusaders. Mm. He's like, yeah, well, I'm gonna watch that tonight. Yeah, and for a neutral, it just would have been like, yeah. I kept on thinking when it was twenty one nil. I was like, yeah, like remember La Rochelle, what they did, you know, or top fourteen. Can we talk about that? Oh yeah, I've got almost nothing to say. Yeah, Intermax scored a great try at the end. That's the only thing I know about it. Yeah, me too. We don't get it in New Zealand. I'm sorry. No, they're not broadcast. Um, A lot of people told me to watch it. A lot of people comment on this going, "This is great." But finally, they talked about the top fourteen. Yeah, we we used to Sky used to have it. Yeah. They would put a highlights package on every week and then they would show like one game a week. They're racist towards French people. That's so true. Mm, 100%. They don't like the French. I actually feel hot under my collar after my man. I did go on a bit of a rant there, didn't I? Crusaders are a good side, man. But do you think they're damaging for New Zealand rugby? I mean, I do think having parity helps the competition. Yeah. Do you think they're one of the contributing factors to the the full the decline in popularity of super rugby like i said it's it's one factor but i wouldn't say it's the main factor i probably wouldn't say it's like top three hmm. I'd, I'd i'd put it as top three okay i'd say the crappy marketing and and promotion of it crappy marketing the fact that new zealand rugby has year on year devalued the competition to promote the all blacks yeah i think that's taken a lot away from it and then 
Like when they moved away from players, this is years ago, playing for where they're from, I just think took a lot of people away from that kind of connection. Like that's my guy. That's that's my that's guy. That's my guy. Yeah, there, there's something special about that. Yeah, 100%. You know? Like you're not just playing for a franchise. Like you're playing yeah. for your, this is your team. 100%. So. It is It is always disappointing when when you one of your, because North Harbour used to get their guys poached all the time. Like mm. Rico Gear would go down to, the, Jose and Rico Gear, right. Massey boys. Yeah. Playing for um, the Canes and the Crusaders. What the hell? Doesn't feel right, eh? Gatland, oh, he's a, he's actually from the Waikato, so he can play for them. True. But he played for Harbour. True. Well, even like, for me, even like, I don't know exactly where Sean Stevens from, but he plays for North Harbour. So that tells me he's probably from this area. And he plays for Waikato. I find that irritating. Mm. Boy, we could have done with him on the weekend. Could have made an all-black winning, <laughs> all-black deserving performance. There was another semi-final on. There was. The Chiefs played the Brumbies in what was actually finals. a proper game of finals footy. Tight game. Like, like the most proper finals footy I've seen in any competition Somebody, for a long I was time. Actually, someone was like, oh, if this is an indication of where Super Rugby... First game I've watched all year, Super Rugby, if this is an indication of where the comp's at, it's a bit shit. But I was like, this is a great game. Yeah. Well, it's a great finals game. It's tense. It's, it's tense. Like, every any, any, ruck was just brutal. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was ferocious. There ferocious. wasn't a try scored until the 78th minute. But you know what? It was ferocious, and it was tight the whole game. It was pissing and, down with rain. And it felt like the Brumbies just could quite pull it out of their ass at the some, at some stage. It could happen. Like yeah. It was always a possibility, so it was always this kind of impending threat over yeah. the game. They sort just, of Damocles they hanging just, above yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it kind of it felt right it felt like even that's though it was so tough that's a semi-final and it felt right that the Chiefs won it because I felt like they were on they top they were the better team across the 80 minutes for yeah. sure and that's that's what you want to find out in a finals game yeah. and fair play to both sides um, but the freaking Crusaders are probably going to come up and there pants. are a few empty seats at that game the weather was very the weather poor. was crap but still it's a semi-final okay it's a semi-final right if I'm taking if I've got tickets to that game and I'm like, this is going to be Madison's first game. That's my daughter. Um, I'm going to, and it's pissing down with rain. I'm like, we'll just go. Well, let's go down to. I was about to say Cobb and Co. <laughs> <laughs> like we'll go get we'll go get your we'll, traffic light. <laughs> we'll get we'll get we're gonna we'll go. I want to have a nice meal, eh? <laughs> just go somewhere warm and eat food without lots of people mm. without because two things will happen there. Uh, I'll she'll have a miserable time. I'll have a miserable time. My partner will have a miserable time, right. um, and also like they'll just be sloppy, and then they'll have a negative association to rugby, and then I don't but want the that. The thing is, so I reckon a lot of families just would have said like they would would have meant to take two or three kids, and most of the seats that were empty were, on the, were the worst seats. So they're the ones way in the corners, so they get the worst view. Yeah, but. Again, they the, filled the, in. The tickets should be sold before you know the weather's going to be that shit. Yeah, but if it's a semi-final, this should not be a game where there's you can just rock on up to the stadium and just. So get the hardcores, the hardcores, the guys who are definitely want their tickets, they're going to get the good seats. Yeah, and then the mums and dads and you shouldn't the kids. be able to get a semi-final at the game. You should have to be pre-ordering this stuff before you know it's piddling down. But I think a lot of people would have had tickets and not not put them in. They would have lost their money. You reckon a lot of people just didn't go? It was awful it was, I weather. Know, it was piddling though. I'm I, I just, just told you I wouldn't have gone to that game with my kid. Like people take like to take their kids to the rugby. If that's a game in Ireland, man, that's not empty. Yeah, well, they're better people than us, that's true. and they're far used, far better. Used for, to the rain. Yeah, used to just. It dogs. rains in Hamilton. It rains in Auckland. Auckland's, New Zealand's a wet country. It's a very wet country. I this went year. to a game in Hamilton a couple of years ago, and it was pissing down the whole thing. Got saturated. I hate that. I don't have a good. I'd rather watch a game at home than get wet in the stands. It was a good game. Was it a good game? It was the game where D-Mac injured himself prior to the World Cup. So it was oh, a few years ago now. Right. Yeah. I, it's a great thing. You know I what was I was thinking? Game. I've been to yeah. a couple of games down there. If the Blues were going to make that, make it, I was like, maybe me and Mark should do a bit of a, do a little one of those vlogs. I think the cool kids call Road them trip. vlogs. So we'd do a little vlog down to the game and. Get the old blues jerseys on. I could steal one of your old ones and wear it as a tank top. I do have several. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, we, uh, yeah, but then uh, yeah, we. I don't really no. need it. Don't need to go to this one next week to watch the Crusaders but win. Yeah. 
But I mean, that Brumbridge game was fantastic. Yeah, it was a good, good tight affair. Like, just three-pointers, great, great physical battle. Uh, like, neither team were able to um, really, really show their entire wares mm. with ball in hand, the, yeah. that running flair. But the try that was eventually scored was... A cracker was mm. that it was this crucial like a great Mac, yeah. a great break from D Mac out to the best player in Super Rugby, but not quite good enough to be an all black Sean Stevenson. And Sean Stevenson threw an inside ball to ALB running on the burst. <laughs> all he needed to do was catch it and then go he would have gone over the line. But you know, if a flat footed D Mac was just so aware of his surroundings, just intercepted the ball <laughs> of his own player and you remember he picked it up and he spun around and then but if you actually watch the replays like he's just intercepting it intercepting it off Fresh ALB right. from but he was just so like right. hyper aware yeah, at that yeah, yeah. moment and then thankfully um, old uh, what do the ACC call him the uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's not, not a dog roll. It's, not, it's not a particularly uh, nice thing anyway uh, yeah. So that was a great game. But Brody Retallick. With uh with a Crusaders Chiefs final. Yes. Chiefs are at home. So Come on, Chiefs. Chiefs. Come but on, Chiefs. Come on, Chiefs. The Crusaders have flogged both of their finals opponents, whereas the Chiefs against two Aussie teams have kind of no, I don't want to say struggled, but they've had to work for it. But who does that favour? Does it favour the team that has just been so overwhelmingly dominant that they've got their tails up and they know their game? If they get like a proper test, they might not be ready for it. Or, again. yeah, does it favour the team that's battle-tested? You know, and it, that was one of, the comp- one of the things they used to say about the All Blacks when they went through their awful period after the 1987 World Cup all the way through mm. to 2011 was that they used to just st- stroll through the the the, um, the pool games. So when they got to a hard game. Even the, even the semi, the quarters, mm. they'd stroll through it. They would usually win by 20 points against the likes of Argentina or something like that or Wales or Ireland. And they would finally get to the, a game that mattered and be like, yep, we should put the French away. Yep, we should put the um, Australians away. away. Yeah. And the Aussies would have had to like fight and scrap and male, yeah. to get to where they got that they just had too many soft runs and then just got, you know, plastered. So I can't see a Crusaders side falling apart like that. <laughs> Razor's last game. It just feels a little inevitable and I just feel deflated. At the start of the season, I put $10 on the Crusaders to win the entire competition. Yes. Last week, I put $10 on the Crusaders to beat the Blues. And I got $5.50 from that. Should have put more. I should have. Yeah, you could have put your mortgage on that one. Well, that would have been dangerous, but... Yeah. But I think I'll make about 10 bucks if the Crusaders <laughs> win. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, that's... It doesn't cover the, the, the sadness. No, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, if you if the Crusaders won, I'm going to give you a ten dollar invoice for heartache and sadness. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to take that I'll ten dollars money out the TAB. <laughs> Here you go, Tones. Enjoy that, bro. Enjoy that. Um, okay, but let's it should serious. be a sellout. Hopefully, it's a sellout. <laughs> Hopefully, it's a sellout. But in all seriousness, uh, what are you looking forward to in the game? What do you think are going to be? The, what's the forecast like? I haven't seen the weather forecast. Oh, look, out. I can get my phone because it's not connected to this anymore. Uh, should I should I look at the forecast? No. What's uh, I think it might be sunny. We've had a lot of good weather. That was a one crappy. Um, it's been cold, but it's been nice sunny Somebody, days. Somebody I mentioned the seats thing in the match review, and someone was like, "Some Aucklander is complaining about empty seats. That's rich." Yeah, well, <laughs> like, the park's a lot bigger than the you've got a stadium. stadium. You've got a stadium that seats twelve thousand people, dude. Yeah. Um, it is slightly more than twelve. It's about twenty something. Yeah, right. But, yeah, I'm just being a bit douchey yeah, about it. Sorry. Um, you mentioned earlier the yes. fact that New Zealand rugby may not be in the kind of healthiest of positions. The worst I've seen it in my lifetime, yes. You know, you may not know her personally, but Rico and Akira Iwane's mother. Yes. I think her name is Sandra. Sandra. She's, in the, she's involved with Ponsonby Rugby. Yeah, she's one of the admins for Ponsonby Rugby Club. She runs their junior the clubs. Are way she was down. on one of Patrick Gower's shows the other day i saw the clip oh, on yeah. youtube patty mcgow yeah. yeah he did a he's like a journalist here in nz um, look up um what is it uh he's got this famous line is it's the news f- off no what is it what's his 
But he he talked to her as well as a few other people. Like it's the, the, f- <laughs> the his famous line is there's a, he's in a library okay. and they, there's a cut of him where he's like talking about some sort of council related. Somebody he, tells him to shush. Yeah, and someone goes, "Can you shush? Or can you shut up?" And he turns around and goes, "It's the f-ing news." <laughs> You have to bleep that. Yeah, I know. You can do... You. Are you, I think I owe you like two bleeps now because I've said a couple. I've said two. All right, okay. But yeah, uh, he interviewed her and she basically said that numbers... They're like 200 uh, juniors down on last year. I think they had 500 and something. I could be wrong. I don't remember quite me the numbers, but numbers are down from from last year. And this is Ponsonby, yep. which is like one of the biggest and richest clubs. There's a number of different factors about that though, are they? Yeah. Way. But also, even with the, the girls' team, he was like, oh, Blackfern's won the World Cup, so even if the boys' numbers are down, surely the girls' numbers are up. And she's like, at certain age grades, we can't even field a team because we don't have enough players. One of the problems that we've got in New Zealand, and there's problems across the Western world, is fertility rates, believe it or not. Not enough kids. Uh, people don't have enough babies. So in 2012, that was the last time we had a sustainable population rate, which is 2.1 uh, children per woman. I had two, so I'm doing my part. What are you doing to help I this had one. situation? So, um, so between us, we had 1.62, <laughs> which is the current po- the population uh, fertility rate in New Zealand right now is 1.62, which is a declining population. But within Auckland, we have always relied heavily on immigration. immigration. But the immigration tap got turned off rather violently COVID. over COVID, and mm-hmm. it's only starting to trickle back in. Okay. That's why we're seeing va- very, like school roles are like shrinking very, very okay. dramatically right now. And also, it makes sense that something like, um, you know, five-year-olds coming in. People aren't having enough babies. Like the cohorts leaving mm. are way bigger than the cohorts coming in. Mm. Interestingly, she so also... Know, were you surprised I gave you an intelligent, yes. informed opinion I'm about that? Shocked. I have no answer for that. Mm. She said that the numbers have a steep drop-off when the kids transition from ripper rugby, which is the tags, to tackle. Yeah, right. So uh, my son plays. So he played under sixes and under sevens. That's ripper. This year he's playing under eights, which is tackle. And yeah, there's definitely a big drop off. Like when he was playing under sixes, under sevens, because we're out here in West Auckland, the only teams we played, even the away games, were also West Auckland. Yeah. We never really had to travel very far for a game. Yeah. But this season, now that he's playing tackle, and admittedly, when you get to the tackle year, they split it off by weight as well. Yeah. So you right. kind of. Oh, really? Do they? There's restricted and open. So there's two weight grades. All right. Or yeah. you can keep playing Ripper. So really, you've got three streams. Like one you stream. You keep playing. You can keep playing Ripper if you want. So there's like old boys Ripper. Kind of. But the Ripper grades go by two year cohorts instead right. of one. So, but yeah, essentially one stream becomes three. But geez, I've been across flipping all of Auckland. Like we were, we've been out at East Auckland. We've been out at Oraki Domain. We've really? We've been all over the shop. Like last season, I had to drive like 10, 15 minutes at most. Yeah, right. Now I'm like 40, 50 minutes in the car just to really? get into those games. Yeah, it's crazy. So it also speaks to maybe the fact that there's just not as many teams that you have to go further to get That's a game. That's a ball like, and my daughter plays football, right? Right. And even though I've just talked all that crap about the birth rates and yeah. stuff, they've had their biggest um, mm. intake ever. Yeah, I talked to one of, the other, like one of the other dads at my son's karate classes and his son plays football. Yeah. And they only play games at their local club. Yeah. They don't yeah. need to travel. There's like 10 teams. Yeah, exactly. That's they exa- just rotate around. It's Whereas exactly the same. I've got to travel 40 minutes. It's exactly. Well, to I, go, my son's I, I go to the same ground every week. Yeah. 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 They only, yeah, they only play against. No, it kind of sucks having to travel. <laughs> like get them up at the freaking cracker door. So even that, that is a, a factor that puts parents off as well. Like, oh, do you have to do it this year? Yeah, I think so. Oh, and I've well. noticed like the kids who were the worst kids in the team last year are not back this year. Yeah, right. Their That's- parents. Wow. My Maybe son's they... kind of getting, because all the kids below keep dropping off. Like, my son's kind of getting towards that <laughs> spot where he's like, yeah, I don't know if he's going to uh, play next year. And, right? Well, like, even at senior level, like, teams have been struggling to put mm. out clubs. It's a bad time. Mm. Bad time for New Zealand rugby at the moment. Mark Robinson, they interviewed him as well. He's optimistic. Yeah. And they interviewed the Blues CEO as well. I forget Mark his name. Robinson. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah. Um, the Blues CEO said he can't go into specifics, but the viewer numbers are, are great for Super Rugby. They're really happy with them. Are they really? But the attendance is a crap. Are they really? Yeah. Well, yeah. 
I just, I don't quite get, like, everybody, I know it's anecdotal, but everybody I speak to is just like not into it. Mm. Like, Interestingly, like just judging by the uh, my own channel. Yeah. Like interest Super Rugby all season has been pretty flat. Yeah. Anytime the Drua got a big win, like over the Crusaders of the Canes, bit of a spike. Yeah, a little bump. But pretty flat. But then this week just gone, semifinals was kind of like, oh, this is back uh-huh, to where I think uh-huh. things should be. Yeah. And then the Blues got freaking hammered. But yeah. This is maybe the point where a few people, like you said, someone has checked in for the first time. Like one of, one of the guys, you know, this is where people are starting to check in, which is not right. Well, no, it's a, but it's, it is what it is. It's, it's a testament to the lack of interest at the pool stages of the competition. Mm, it's a sad state of affairs at the moment. Hopefully we can turn it around. Um, on all fronts, at club level, at junior level, at um, ITM Cup level. What does my son play if he doesn't want to play rugby next year? Every year I've asked him and he said he wants to play. But the, the, the little comments he's saying to me now kind of maybe thinks maybe he's planting the seeds that he doesn't want to play next year. Football? Um, maybe. Like whatever he wants to play. Like at the yeah, end of I'll leave it up to him. At the end of the day, it's not your problem to freaking sustain New Zealand rugby. This is true. You know? If he, like how old is he now? Seven. So when I was seven, I was fully invested in watching North Harbour right. and watching um, the All Blacks. Yeah. It's weird. He like, doesn't even like watching rugby. Yeah. He'll watch ice hockey. Oh, really? Yeah. I actually, no, was I fully invested? I think I might have. I think earlier I remember saying when I was really little when I started playing, I used to, people say, you want to watch rugby? And I'd be like, I like playing it. I don't like watching yeah, it. Yeah. My son will, he likes playing it. Yeah. He likes watching Formula One. He likes watching ice hockey. Yeah. He doesn't like watching rugby. Really? What's yeah. his what's his gripe with it? I don't know. Just ask him. Like he's like, Dad, what do you want to do? I'm like, I'm just watching rugby. Do you want to come watch? And he's like, most of the, occasionally he'll give me like, yeah, all right. But yeah. usually he's just like, nah. Madison will not watch any rugby. She like if she does, she will just she'll, cheer for the opposition. She'll deliberately you. cheer for the opposition. Yeah. She'll be like, go Australia, and mm. I'm like, <laughs> my son <laughs> likes asking me questions like, did the Blues win? And I'll be like, yeah. And he'll be like, oh, that's good. Like, did the Stormers the, win? He'll the be like, only, hell yeah. The only time I can get my daughter interested in watching sport is when I trick her and I put on cricket highlights where I know, like, like it's all just boundaries and wickets. And I'm like, Cricket's a good highlight like, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, let's get a wicket. Let's get a wicket. Can we do it? And I'm like, oh, bowled him. Yes. She's like, what happened? And all these people are going nuts. Yeah. And everyone's excited. And then the next ball. Imagine if she ever has to watch a full game of cricket. She'd be like, this is not what I was expecting. This sucks, Dad. Yeah. But I'm just hoping that I can get her into it. Ashes yeah. on at the moment. The, the Ashes. We could yeah. put that on after this, mate. I, I don't. It's kicking off at the moment. You know what you could do if you finish this podcast? Yes, you could go watch uh, more episodes of Two Cents Gets Distracted. We have made... Um, how many did we make last season? It's not where I was going with this. Oh, we're not? <laughs> no. You could watch Two Cents on tour. <laughs> go watch it. Uh, you can, uh, did I put the card in last week? I don't week? remember. I think I, I tried to, at least. Two Cents on tour. It's uh, Mark's channel where he travels around Asia and China. Just China, China Well, China is in Asia is in China is in Asia. Yes. Um, so I wasn't wrong. Stop being racist. And uh, you talk to interesting characters. You go see interesting things. In Chinese as well. In Chinese. This is a selling point. And everybody says to, uh, if you don't know how to say in Mandarin, fuck you're tall and... Oh, your Chinese is really good. You're you will, probably going to learn that phrase. Yes, yeah. it comes up a lot. It does People are up. very complimentary. They are. Yeah. And then you pass. He's always, I like it sometimes you get treated like a circus freak. Sometimes where like you pass like small groups of children and they'll They're be like, like Whoa, and they'll be like, how tall is he, mummy? Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Check it out. It's a card. Yeah, there it is. Thank it is. It's definitely support. worth a watch. It's I definitely worth a watch. There's a video out this Thursday coming up. Yeah. Where I had a crap day. Oh, oh is yeah. that, this is your wet one. The wet one. It was a bit he, floody. And he wets himself. Yeah. Urine, very wet. Urine everywhere. Exactly. Urine everywhere. Look out for it. Look, um, I feel like I disgraced myself with my rant. You've got an Irish video coming up. <laughs> We've been talking about this since the last time I put out a China uh, video. Like last year, I put out a lot of videos because I just didn't do anything else with my life but edit videos. But my videos, literally, they take or at least an hour. Like they take me ages to write, and then they there's like an hour of hour of the filming and then the editing. Yeah, it's too much. That's the lion's. I share. don't have a. I don't have a. It's not a streamlined process. You need to like do Fiverr. 
You could make it a video as well. I paid some guy, <laughs> you know, 20 bucks to edit my video. And That's they, a video in itself. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yes, there's a video coming out about um, Ireland. Why Ireland will definitely not win the World Cup. And then why they will win the World Cup. No. I've seen the first minute of this video and it looks enticing. I've been enticed. Just a little tickle of the balls. Yeah, started giving me, it's got me a half Doris. <laughs> A little semi Doris. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about actually, like, do I hold it to it when it's closer to the World Cup? Because this is a little bit of a dark zone, isn't it? I think it'll do well. It'll do, right? We'll see how it goes. Mm. All right. Well, um, we've 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 flogged our wares. We've talked about rugby. I've gone off on some strange tangents. You've gone off some on some strange tangents. That sounds like a, a good episode of Two Cents Gets Distracted. We do appreciate the people who come back and they Absolutely. listen every week. If you've listened this far, you're a champ. What can I say? You are a, you are a champ. If I ever see you, I owe you a little nut tap. <laughs> and, but it'll be like sort of caressing. And you wonder why <laughs> nobody's come up to you in public to be like, aren't you that guy? Well, come on here, fella. <laughs> You're going to get someone like, actually, you owe me a nut tap. You owe me a little nut. Okay. Madison, look away. <laughs> Daddy, has Daddy has something to do. Daddy has to do his job. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yes. Uh, so, yeah, we, we got through another. But we do appreciate the listeners. Absolutely. And those listeners can also be just listening to us via audio. You might be in your car. You might be on the way to work. You might be on the train. You might be anywhere. But wherever you are, we hope you're good. Don't we? We do. 100%. Great work. Cheers, fella. See, look, this is my... But look, look, look where I have to reach to. Look. look. <laughs> oh, you've got quite solid forearms. I've got, like, baby forearms. I've been doing rock climbing. <laughs> really? Bullshit, that's your jack-off arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, my left arm. That's your old hand jacket. Free jacking. Yeah. Oh, MLR playoffs are coming up in a couple of weeks. I can't so wait. No super I can't wait. Watch again. Yeah, I can't wait. All right, until next week, which I can't wait for already. Kaki Tano, how do you Take care.